0: Hey, everybody, your designers are here.
1: I'm Anita at Cedar Hill Farmhouse. And I'm Yvonne at Stone Gable.
0: And I'm Kelly at Myself a Home. And we have tips and tricks and decorating advice for you today. So let's get started.
2: Today is episode 240 How to Make a Small Room. Live large. And the show notes can be found at com slash 240. Okay, girls, I know that maybe especially, maybe not so much Anita, but especially Kelly, you bought an older home and totally redid it. So I'm sure that maybe some of your rooms are are a little smaller than houses built today. And you've done such a wonderful job at making them look beautiful and making them look larger and living large in a smallish room. And I have a study that we just did over. Uh, we, well, it's really our sitting room. but Sometimes we call it a study upstairs off of our bedroom that is small. It's long and it's narrow. We can't even put a sofa all the way across it. So, um, and I'm sure Anita, that's right, because you have a mountain home and I bet that has, you have the same mm-hmm. things going on there. So uh, we have a lot of experience living large and small rooms and we have tons of tips for you today.
1: Right, well our mountain
2: our um, our farmhouse is
1: is rather small. It's a 1000 square foot, two bedroom. Oh. Yeah. House. So, I mean, but it feels large, and uh, which mm-hmm. is probably the first tip I would have because it's one big living space. So the kitchen, dining room, living room, family room, it's just one room. And that is one of the biggest ways that we make use of make the most use out of this one space is, and it makes it feel bigger is having just that one space. So yeah, it really does make a difference.
2: So you're saying instead of having like three rooms, a living room, a dining room and a kitchen all separated, did you have to knock down walls to do that?
1: Well, we didn't because we built new, but we actually had an old farmhouse we were going to renovate, and then at mm-hmm. the last minute we chose to build from scratch. But there's a lot of old houses out there in Round Top that people have redone, and that's what happens. I mean, our neighbors had a beautiful house, but it was chopped up. Because that's the way they used to live. You know, the bathroom, or the kitchen was separate from the dining room, which was separate from the living room. And it becomes very obvious that, that it's a small house when everything's chopped up like that. But when you have it all in one room with high ceilings,
2: especially, mm. I people think the, the house is much bigger than it is. Well, let's today talk about keeping it, um, uh, making living large in a small area. And I'm, I'll am i start off. And my first thing I'm going to tell you, and this is ov- This is overreaching, keep it simple. Mm-hmm. Whatever you do, keep it simple. Keep it minimal. Don't clutter it. Just keep it nice and simple. Keep it very neat looking. Well, you know, when we were uh, buying
1: this house in, in the mountains that we we're hoping to spend more time with in... When we're at whenever at we're point, freed up well, at some point, on, that's right. Later on,
0: sort of not working that much anymore. as much, hopefully. <laughs> right,
2: right, right. So, does oh, that we, ever happen? Not no, yet, I but I'm, I'm, I'm eternally she hopeful. I don't want
0: that to ever happen. So <laughs> no, I think I'll probably happen. like
2: go at drop dead at my desk or something. I, <laughs> I just hope- have, I have no plans to not do this because it's just fun. Well, oh, I well, I, I can, but the beauty of what we do is. I
1: can do this from wherever. So it doesn't matter whether I'm in North Carolina or Texas. I can podcast and blog and talk and write and photograph both places. But the what I wanted to talk about was when we were looking for this house, the house we ended up buying is large, but it needs lots of work. The house that I we came very close to buying, Kevin talked me out of, it was move-in ready. It was perfect, but it was, I want to say... I'm not even sure it was 700 square feet. Oh my, right. wow. that's small. three levels, that's, right.
0: that's tiny house living. <laughs> it was it was
1: three levels, and it's you know it
2: was supposed three <laughs> levels
1: for that. Well, it was called. It's it's in this little neighborhood called Cheshire, which is so charming, and it's arts and crafts. It's beautiful. They're very well done homes, uh, but it's a, it's called a tree house. So it's kind oh, of up at the top cool. of this little mountainous area. And it's, yeah, so the main, as you walk in, that is just the kitchen and the living room. And that's it. And then you have to go upstairs. That's the, the, the master suite. So it's the bathroom and the bedroom. And then down below, supposedly it was two bedrooms. But really, it was another living area. But here's the but but this house was full of small living tips so I just wanted to mention this for a second. Downstairs there was not even a door to the room. So technically it wasn't a bedroom but this functioned as the second bedroom. And what they did was they put a Murphy bed in there. And you hear about Murphy beds so it when it's mm-hmm. it's a it's a bed that folds up into the wall and it looks like paneling when the bed is up and you pull it down when you want to use the bed. But when the bed is up, you have so much more floor space. These are actually used pretty commonly in houses like this in North Carolina that people use for vacation homes. So it is something that you can use, even if it's a home that you're using all year that, you know, you're living in.
0: Uh, living in Manhattan, baby. There are Murphy Mm. beds everywhere.
1: Right. Right. They had a large closet. It was a closet. Let's let's not lie. It was a closet. There were no windows. There was no closet uh, off of this mm-hmm. room. Okay, it was a very small. You. Maybe mm-hmm. I'd call it a very small storage room. They put a bunk bed in it and a chest and boom, it was another bedroom. <laughs> oh,
2: You're going to call it, it's a roomette.
1: Well, right. Now, I'm the MLS though. Obviously, they could not call it a bedroom right, because, because there were no windows no window. That's and right. it had no closet. But if you mm. were really-
0: That sounds like a million dollar apartment in New York. <laughs> well,
1: yeah. Well, this house was- I'm not going to lie. The house was not cheap. Yeah. You think it's cheap because it's small, but this house was so well done. But anyway, sadly, anyway, we didn't do it, but it was, um, but that's something you can do too. If you have a large storage room, you know, and, and then the the last thing is in there, they had bunk beds. So if you need sleeping for two kids and you don't have a lot of floor space, you know, try that bunk bed too.
2: That's a good idea. In the room, in our sitting room upstairs, Um, we, it's very long and narrow, but not as big as a room as far as being, um, long, um, lengthwise. So, like I said, we cannot even put a sofa all the way across Mm -hmm. it. So, um, something that I've really, um, learned, I've learned so many things about, uh, Making small areas work for me, especially because in doing that area, it's just, okay, how am I going to make this work? What do I need to put in it? But the one thing that we did that made such a huge difference is we painted the walls a light color. Now we kept the ceiling white because we have high, we have high ceilings. So, but if you don't paint them the same color as your wall. And here's the thing. All of our furniture is almost the color of our walls. I painted it very light, like an off-white and we have very, very neutral furniture in it. So nothing's really loud or stands out or calls attention to itself. What a difference that makes. Yeah. Unifying
0: it with a color. Absolutely. um, Obviously let your eye continue. It feels less broken up. And I would suggest doing that with your draperies if you're going to even have window treatments in a smaller space. So try to keep it all into sort of one tone or shades of the one tone and you know a neutral and a light neutral is probably the best way. To and go. that's
2: exactly what we did. We went from white to a very light bone color, I would call it. Mm-hmm. And the in what we, so it wasn't boring because that sounds like oh my gosh that would be so boring. We made up with um a um I have a sisal rug that has a um it's cotton and sisal and it's white cotton with a light colored sisal done in a chevron pattern that really looks nice. It just doesn't it's not too it's more um, subtle and we used a lot of texture in that room and that's what brings it all together. And I do have a little pop up color on my pillows. But other than that, we just let the texture show because it really makes the room look much larger than it truly is.
0: Yeah. Another great Mm -hmm. tip, which seems counterintuitive when you're furnishing a smaller room is to pull the furniture away from the walls and it actually gives the illusion of spaciousness rather than than pushing everything up against the walls. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you may think to yourself, well, that seems crazy, Kelly, because that's a small room. I should have everything pushed back as far as possible to have as much floor space. But really when you try, it's it's a feeling. So we're not talking about you know how to get more square footage in reality today. We're talking about how to make a small room live large, and it's really creating this sense of space. I'm sure everyone, and you, obviously Anita and Yvonne included, have been in homes that if someone told you this square footage, you would be like, No way, because mm-hmm. the place just feels bigger. In fact, I was at an estate sale over the weekend and I was going through all the rooms and of course I'm like zoning in on, you know, <laughs> textures and fabrics and and gold this and, you know, ironstone. I'm looking for all these things. But, you know, you're in this space and it just felt like such a large house. And mm-hmm. so I had to ask someone who was working there, like, you Did I, you know, like, how big is this house? It just seems to go on and on. She's like, Ashley, it's one floor and it's only 1,700 square feet. But she was like, (laughs) Mm -hmm. yes, everybody seems like this house just never ends. It was the way it was laid out. And you know, obviously, it had been cleared out a lot because they were having a estate sale, so it was very pared down. Mm, but it was that just, in itself
2: helps, Kelly. and it had a
0: lot of windows. Mm. So another tip is if you have windows in your space, leave them bare if you can, um, and um, you know, let the natural light come in. That will give a sense because you now you are seeing. In, into the outside, your eye keeps going, it really then increases the illusion of space and size. Okay, so, Kelly,
2: can I circle mm-hmm. back to what you're saying about don't put all your furniture against the wall? You are right. That sounds so counterintuitive. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just we're, you, we obviously do a lot of research, all of us, before we. Um, podcast and we use our also our experiences as, as well and what we know as being decorators. But I kept reading this over and over again and I kept thinking, oh, I don't know about that. But then it dawned on me in this little sitting room, we have two chairs that are a light bone color and they're, they're big chairs, but they're scaled down big chairs um, to fit in this space because that's all we can fit in there. But I did pull them away from the wall because I put a sofa table, a thin sofa table against the wall that the chairs sort of sit in front of. Mm -hmm. What a difference that makes because first of all, I had them on the wall, but then I'm thinking, I don't have enough room to put like a a nice size table between them, a coffee table or something like that. So to to solve that problem, we put a sofa table back there. Now I'm going to repaint that almost the exact same color of the wall. So it barely shows up and I can put my lamps on that and it has a shelf and then it pulls those, those two sitting chairs just a little bit away. And what a difference that made. Mm -hmm. So if you're thinking like, oh, I don't know about that in your small room, try tucking Try tucking like a sofa table or something like that behind it Mm -hmm. because it's up against the wall, but it gives it a great illusion and you have more space on top of that.
0: Right. So you're Mm -hmm. getting the illusion of space and what you did back there and pulling it out, you created a sense of depth to the room.
2: And you're adding some smart um, storage solutions, right? Yeah, because
0: you could have baskets mm-hmm. under there. You know, if it didn't and we have do, like, <laughs> yeah, if it didn't have like mm-hmm. a gated bottom or something like that. Another thing you're able to do in that instance is put some table lamps, as I believe you mentioned yes. back there, because yes. in yes. a small room you don't want to just rely on. Overhead lighting. Mm-hmm. You want to do what we say all the time mm-hmm. is to have at least three sources of lighting in that room. You, know, you just don't treat it like it's a closet because it's a small room. You want to decorate it like it's a real room with these specific small room tips in mind, mm-hmm. and you can create a beautiful space. You don't have to have a lot of square footage. Uh, in the beginning, Yvonne was saying that you know, because my house is older, that you know maybe my rooms are so smaller. I, I, quite honestly, the rooms themselves are not small. Um there's not that many rooms. Um you know they certainly you know they didn't have things like media rooms and workout rooms and things like that back in 1886. You know they had the rooms you'd kind of need um for living, but my rooms are separate from each other. And we purposely decided not to open up any of the rooms. I had considered maybe opening up one wall and mm-hmm. I thought it would just really mess too much with the integrity of the house and the historical feel of the home. So we decided not to do that. And so the way that I, in a sense, opened up the space and made each of those rooms albeit their are separate units almost because there's, you know, doorways. I took doors off, you know, there were doors. That's because so smart. With the mm-hmm. heating, you know, back then, you know, if you had your fireplace going, you want to be able to close it off. So I took some doors off that were not needed. And then we painted everything, you know, my favorite, the simply white. And that really went a long way to making each of the rooms in and of themselves feel larger. And then mm-hmm. the home as a whole feel larger. Don't you just love a great recommendation from a friend? Well, we are delighted to be recommending these companies and their wonderful products to you today. And let them know your friends at DTT sent you. Well,
2: you know, I was thinking about your bedroom and how smartly you put your your bed, into your how you tuck that into that little alcove. Mm-hmm. And you don't have a lot of other room in there. But boy, did you do a nice job with that. So you, darling. and your and your kitchen really isn't that big, but it's so beautifully laid out.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Well, and it's just beautiful. Mm-hmm. And oh, I that's exactly back- right. I wanted to
1: go back to uh, what Kelly was saying about the lamps, and I think you're so right about wanting these other sources of light, so that you don't you're not stuck with just overhead lighting. And I was thinking, you know, if you have limited space on your countertops, on your tabletops, on dressers, and you don't want to use that space for a lamp, you could always go with wall sconces instead, and then free up that space for some other things. You know, if you needed that.
2: So it's always that's nice very to have. smart. Yes. Yeah, and other also options. I love a good floor lamp and I love those like tripod mm-hmm. floor lamps. Oh if yeah. If you want to just bring a little bit of trend to your house, they also work and then you don't, you know, you can move them around. You don't really, um, we're going to actually put one over by our desk. Um, can I just, I'll switch the subject just for a minute and I'm going to go, do you mind if I go back to this room I have? Cause it's just such a perfect example. Mm-hmm. It's long. So, I wanted, I wanted, because it's off my bedroom, I wanted a place that I could work at night. And we have a television up on a wall that collapses behind a wall you really can't see and it swings out over 180 degrees. And that's the other thing. If you... um have a, if you can hide your, you know, if you can have, take your um, big TV off of a piece of furniture and put it up against the wall, and ours is up against a wall you don't see, so we can actually just swing it out. And all of a sudden we have this big TV showing. But we couldn't even, I got a big desk from Pottery Barn just on four legs because this is the other thing. Um, don't let things have a lot of big, heavy visual weight in a tiny room. They can be big pieces, but I, so I wanted this beautiful big desk and it really doesn't fit. It, I mean, it just fits across the length of the room. So we catacornered it and we faced it. Um, we just faced it sort of diagonally to our little sitting area. And just doing that, the just juxtaposition of those two things, it looks like two separate little activity areas. And it really is, and it's quite a big desk, but that's all I have in that area is a desk, mm-hmm. a lamp and a chair. And what it really makes a nice statement. And because nothing is skirted and nothing is really heavy and everything's a very, very light color wood, it, It has the appearance of a much bigger area,
1: Mm -hmm. right? No, I think you're right. I mean, the it doesn't it it does kind of make it feel more airy when you use those lighter colors and use white painted furniture versus dark painted furniture. And I wanted to shift to the closets and talk about how you can make more use of storage in your closets. And one way is to make sure you have these hooks. Or racks or whatever mounted on the inside of your door, so that you can hang things and store things uh, vertically on your door. And then also inside, maybe those doors underneath your kitchen sink or under your bed bathrooms sinks, you can store things on those doors as well. Little uh, put little shelves in there, little um, you know baskets, hanging baskets to to hold things too.
2: Here's another thing that you can do. Take off the door of your closet and make it like a bookshelf or something like that. I've seen
1: it used as a, they uh, put in a bench and a, a little mini library and a little reading yes. bench in there. Isn't that charming?
2: Or in a, of or course, a desk. if you need it for storage, you can't do that. But yeah, you know, or it's, that's yeah, a table desk in there um, and use that just as your little office area. But you know, if you're just going to store junk in there, get rid of it, pull the door hinges off. Put beautiful shelving in, paint it, or even paint um, wallpaper it with something that's not too crazy because you don't want to, you know, I would, I would keep it rather airy and very light, but just a little bit of difference and make yourself a whole nother little area in that closet.
0: Charming, charming for sure. Um, Okay. Back to the illusion. So if you want to give the illusion of space, you want to pull people's eyes up as well in the room, not just out and around. So in order to do that, do one of our favorite tips. You hang your curtains really high if you're going to have window treatments. But another thing you can do, whether you have window treatments or not, is add a shelf, a very narrow shelf way up high. And you can, that will bring your eye up. Or you can have some molding, put something very simple. I wouldn't paint it a different color. Something, just something that is a different profile. And so it causes the eye to come up if you, if you go into a room where all the furniture is about eye level. And then there's things down on the ground, like maybe a carpet and a poof and a coffee table. You're just looking sort of right across that plane of where your eye is. We want to, in, in all rooms, but certainly in a smaller room, we want to have a reason for our eyes to look up, which really opens up the space and makes it feel larger. Again, giving this illusion of space, because now you're taking into account the height as well. But if your eyes weren't drawn up to something, then you probably wouldn't do that. You, going to be, your eye is going to naturally go to the items that they see in the room. If there's nothing really to see except, you know, white wall going up, you're not going to look up. Another way to maybe do that is, is, you know, have a very nice lighting fixture that might bring your eye up. Or you could paint the the ceiling a slightly different color. I would stay within the same nice light neutral tones, but you could just do it a slightly different color to sort of pull your eye up a little bit. And one other idea, which is one of my faves. No matter what size your room is, is mirrors, and mm. in a small room, I'm not suggesting you create yourself a hall of mirrors or anything like this. <laughs>
2: but a po- oh no! <laughs>
0: first of all, a mirror, is strategically placed to reflect something. Uh, like reflected the entry to another room. So then you can say, oh, your eyes, like you're seeing that and it feels like it just keeps going on and on and on. Um, Or to reflect the outside, again, the same idea, your eye keeps going. And if you don't have any of that going on in the next... The, the window, it opens or looks out on, you know, the brick of the next building, which is, you know, an arm's length away, and you don't have any other space. Say you're in a one-bedroom loft apartment or something like that. Use opposing mirrors, uh it and they don't have to be big and giant mirrors, but just uh, maybe one big one and then maybe a round one someplace else, like tucked into a gallery wall or something like that. So they're bouncing off each other and, again, mm-hmm. creating this mm-hmm. illusion of
2: space. And, you know, when you use a mirror, you always get um, more light and more light will make your room seem bigger. Well, the other thing you can use the mirrors
1: for if they're larger is to kind of do a, it gives the feeling of uh, of windows, more windows. Mm. So you can get some kind of shape like some windows. The arched ones I think are beautiful and big ones. And then that would really do lots of, it would act, it would add a lot of light to your room almost like a window. So that's something you can do. But again, you have so little wall space. I mean, I know you're going to have to be, if it's a small space, you have to be very careful about what you're putting on your wall, very strategic.
2: Well, again, we just got a piece of art for that. <clears throat> for this sitting room, and I just didn't i just i knew I needed something in there because actually you can see that wall from our actually you can see it from our bed if we're laying in bed, I can look at that wall and I just wanted something in that room but I didn't know what and I just I wrestled and wrestled so we got the most and I don't usually get big pieces of art because I get tired of them I love art but I tend to get tired of it in my house you know I've spent all this money and now what do you do? I did find a beautiful piece of art. It was like forty some inches long and maybe thirty, twenty-seven inches tall. And it was it was an abstract done in beautiful light colors. It's really a a thing of like a a galvanized pot of hydrangeas, but it's very um, stylized and almost modern looking. But the colors in it were so beautiful and so light that I thought, oh, this won't overpower this room. So I bit the bullet and um, got it. It's going to show up in about a week here at our door. And um, But I chose a big canvas instead of a lot of little things. Again, in a small room, I think we should stay away from little things unless they're grouped together like a gallery wall as one thing. But again, mm-hmm. simple, 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 simple. And I thought this was just such a beautiful painting. Um and uh on this wall in a small room. It's a long wall, again, because it's very long and narrow. Um, but I just thought it, wow, that'll solve a lot of problems because I'm going with one thing.
1: Yeah, I think definitely going with fewer larger pieces in a small space is going to also help feel more more airy. If you have lots of little things, I think it really starts feeling cluttered and stressful and kind of, I don't know, confusing in a way, in a way that maybe you kind of, you're picking up but you can't maybe vocalize or understand Mm -hmm. why it feels kind of disjointed. But uh, that, which brings me to another thing that we talk about all the time. And I think it's just such a great, it just applies to almost everything. And that is to declutter that house. If you've got a small space, any kind of
0: clutter is going to make it feel messy. Yeah. If you're living in a small space and you want to have the feel of living larger, you need to be ruthless in your purging Mm -hmm. and really keep it up. And if you, you know, if you grow tired or something or it's not working for you, you cannot let it lay around. It needs to leave. There's just no two ways about it, right? You're just not going to be able to have the sense of space spaciousness if you have a lot of junk around or even it's not junk, even if it's just nice things that are, you're really not using and they're just in a corner somewhere. There's that cantaloupe rule or, you know, Rule of thumb, uh, rule of melon, whatever you want to call it, is that <laughs> you is know, you, uh, well, you shouldn't have any uh, decor accessories that are smaller than a cantaloupe. Oh, no, because everybody's like cantaloupe one. could be a different <laughs> size. But you know, it's just a general idea, and I think you know it becomes more and more uh, important to to think about things like that when you're living in a smaller space. I mean, everything should be curated. A, you should love it and all of that. But also you don't want to have a ton of tiny little things. Like it's not the place mm-hmm. to, you know, display your Smurf collection or things like that. You <laughs> must have big things. Right, right,
2: right. Exactly. I think you've just
1: insulted some Smurf lover somewhere. <laughs> well, I,
0: when Peter listens
1: to this, Uh-oh. he did have
0: a Smurf collection that I well, always, I joke oh, about. Oh, okay. no, It is still, oh no, it was, it when he was, you know, A young boy, (laughs) but in his mother's house, which she has never moved from. And even though she talks about, you know, getting an apartment someplace, she's never going to do it. And she's going to be in that house. And that's Mm -hmm. fine. But when you go back to visit, Peter's room is exactly as it was. It's like a shrine. It's like, you know, a shrine. It's like Graceland. Mm His Smurf collection is proudly oh, displayed. Get out! Oh, it's still oh there. my gosh, oh, it's wow. preserved. It's like when
2: you go to Georgia O'Keefe's house, you know, oh. and like everything's
0: as if she left it. Like her cereal bowl there. Yes. Like yes, his Smurf collection is there.
2: Do you? Do your children tease him? Oh my! <laughs> Yeah, well, this part, we'll never see the light of day. Hey, Peter, we challenge you to keep it in.
0: Right. So if you can get a large um, Smurf, then you can display that. But a small <laughs> the small collection. That, and you a know, Smurf inches, lamp would no, even be better. No, no. <laughs> um, and that, well, so what Anita said, it's very true. You want to have... Um, fewer, bigger pieces of furniture. Again, mm-hmm. that might be one of these counterintuitive things. You're like, well, my room is small. I must get, you know, dwarf-sized furniture. You know, let me get a table set for toddlers or something like that. No, you, uh, bigger, fewer, bigger pieces are great. And another little tip with regard to furnishings is when you're choosing, try to find furnishing, p- furnishing pieces with legs. Uh, not yes, something yes. that goes to the floor with a skirt or goes all the way right. down. Those feel heavier in a smaller space. Um, so the, the legs, whether like a little turned leg, maybe even on a cast or something mm-hmm. like that will ag- again add to this h- whole illusion of airiness and
2: space. And that's what you want, simple airiness space. And I like what you say, you can buy big furniture, but scale it. You don't want to buy something with big round arms or a big fluffy skirt or, you know, things that um, visually take up a lot of space. And the darker it is, the heavier the wood, the the more visual weight it's going to have. And that's going to look heavy and like it takes up a lot of space too. You're so right.
1: Yeah, I saw a house in Greece online somewhere, and it was so amazing to me. A couple, I think, left the UK and moved to Greece, and it was amazing to me how little was in the house. The bedrooms just had a shelf or two, maybe one or two Mm -hmm. things on the shelf, and the living area, it seemed like there was a bench and a shelf and not much else. And you're talking
2: about Greece? This is Greece? Yes. Well, that's because they're outdoor and outdoors enjoying the gorgeous weather there mm-hmm.
1: and the beautiful
2: yeah. ocean views. I probably would put less in my house and more into outside things.
1: Oh, well, yeah. Oh, we would. Yeah, we would have our outdoor <laughs> garden there. Have Kelly do that for us and
2: mm-hmm.
1: a little sitting area. That would be wonderful. <laughs>
0: I'm just going to move into the Hotel Belladonna and live there forever
2: with all the girls from Mamma Mia. <laughs> I oh, think the three of us fit yes.
1: in really oh, okay.
2: well there. Can I just, we'll switch. I did see it, Kelly. I saw it. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen it yet. I. Oh, I was like a mess at the end. I was oh. crying. Oh, I was crying and... at the
0: end too. I oh. was smiling from ear to ear like my face hurt. Yes, And then I know. I, all of a sudden I was like, oh. oh.
2: <laughs> yes. And, and the voices are amazing. Yeah.
0: It was so much fun. And just it was. so much fun. I, I, really we're going, I we're took going my to mom. see it in a few
2: days. <laughs> I think next week we're going. Yeah. Oh, you'll, you'll love it. It's, I love, who doesn't love music, you know, like that?
1: Does anyone have a last
2: tip? Cause we're,
1: we're going to be winding down in a minute. Don't
2: don't shy. Don't think that you can't have a beautiful small room. Don't shy away from it. Follow these tips because a small room has an allure all to itself. Okay. But
0: don't close out yet because I have two
2: more. Oh, okay.
0: Fast and furious. Okay. If you have a tiny bathroom, use a clear shower curtain. It'll make it feel bigger.
1: And a pedestal sink,
0: uh, yeah, But so you a have to have a,
1: a good body image to be comfortable with that. I'm just, well,
0: or just close the door, <laughs> close the door, <laughs> right? And here's the final one, and Anita's gonna love this one. Leave some empty
2: space, even if it's a small room. Yes, love yes, it. that's Done. that's probably that's probably the best advice for a small room. Don't clutter it up.
1: Okay, yeah, blank space, baby. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, those were great. Very impressive. I love all the ideas. And I think these are some wonderful things that you can implement if you're moving to a small space or if you're in a small space. And we'd love to hear your ideas about how you deal with a small space or any tips you have gathered through your decorating ventures. And remember, we're here to inspire you to create a beautiful home.
0: Until next time. Thanks so much for listening to Decorating Tips and Tricks. If you're enjoying what you're hearing, then subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. We're coming at you three times a week, and so we want you to keep up. So head over to any of your podcast listeners or iTunes and just sign up to get notified when we have a new episode. And also don't miss out on the sales at bespokedecor.store. Head over there. BespokeDecor.store and sign up for our insider email list and that way you won't miss a thing that's going on there either. And Anita and I are taking Bespoke Decor on the road. We will be heading to Round Top, Texas to the famous Round Top Antique Show. We'll specifically be at the Blue Hills area. I understand that Round Top is humongous and is going to completely wow me. I've never been before. So if you've never been, maybe this will be your year as well. And if you have been and you're familiar with Blue Hills, then sure, For sure, come and see us there. Let us know if you're coming and we'll give you all the details that you need to know to to pinpoint us in the sea of antiques and fabulous things, so we'll be there at the end of September through the the entire show. We're going to have special events at our booth. Uh, there'll be stuff to buy, us to chat with, and cold drinks to be had because I understand it gets pretty steamy there in Roundtop. And if I have anything to do with it, there'll be some wine, ladies. So definitely head over and visit us in person in Roundtop, Texas, coming up uh, the end of September, two thousand eighteen.